Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're talking Week 10 in NFL action. We're going to go over all the games that were done today and just go game by game, talk about some of the good game performances, bad performances, and all that. So let's just jump into it. We're going to start off with Bears, Lions. Lions disappoint us again, lose 20-13, to 13, but no Stafford, no running game. I don't even need to talk about the Lions because without Stafford, none of this matters. Yeah, I was upset to see that he wasn't going to get to be able to play. Jeff Driscoll jumps in there. He does what he could. He wasn't he wasn't terrible, but um, obviously it's not Stafford. You, you th- yeah, exactly. You throw a guy out there and ask him to throw forty six times. You know, his first time out, it probably you know things aren't going to go very well. But yeah, uh, disappointing day for most everyone. But um, Galladay and Jones, if you if you played them, which I'm sure a lot of people did. You know, not the worst thing in the world. Um, Marvin Jones, 77 yards. Galladay, 57, but he got the touchdown. So, you know, me, me, yeah. mediocre outings, but uh, I guess that's what it came down to. Then I guess Bears side of things. I mean, Trubisky gets his self, gives himself three touchdown passes, but not a lot of people are playing him at this point. And, I mean, it wasn't, like, great, only 173 yards. It's not like he was really playing that well. Lions just aren't that good right now. So, nothing. No. I'm and- – yeah, just not not much there. No, and Chicago, honestly, they're not that good either right now. Uh, no, I mean anyone else that you're even looking at. I mean Robinson at 86 yards, but He's, other than that, the, yeah. the three touchdowns went to Gabriel Cohen and Braunecker. <laughs> right, I've never heard of that guy until the day. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and Montgomery, 17 carries, but only 60 yards out of it. That's a typical Montgomery day. Just didn't get the touchdowns. Right, <laughs> that's what so he is. It was this whole game. It was pretty brutal, no matter yep. what. There wasn't a whole lot of, um, you know, fantasy points to be had. So let's just jump over to Ravens Bengals. This was a blowout, like we expected, probably even more than we expected. Forty nine thirteen. Lamar Jackson just continues to be ridiculously good. Fifteen to seventeen, two hundred twenty three yards. Got himself three touchdowns throwing. Ran for sixty five and that nice forty seven yard touchdown. I mean, guy's great. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think the uh, I have three running backs on my team that are pretty good, and I also have Lamar Jackson. And the joke is, you know, it's a cheat code because I get to start four running backs. Right. So. Pretty much. And, I mean, that's what, what it's coming down to. I mean, he's scoring a touchdown rushing in every game. And, you know, when he throws three as well, or he throws one or more, you're just, you know, you're going to have a great day. So that's a whole lot of fun. Uh, Ingram. Didn't have to do didn't much. Get, you know? Didn't have to do a lot, but he did yeah. get in the end zone, so he made it worthwhile. And the return of Andrews at the tight end position um, had himself a great game because he caught two touchdowns. Yeah, he had – I think we talked about him last week, how he had gone since week two without getting double digits, and hey, there he showed up. So <laughs> best best game he's had in standard scoring so far this year just which the, with the two touchdowns. So still, it's still like a six for 50, but the touchdowns make all the difference in the world, the tight end position. And then Marquise Brown, solid game, four for 80 and touchdown. They just didn't have to do a lot. They were just dominating this thing. So it was relatively easy. But then um, for the Bengals, I guess the surprise is that Joe Mixon actually gained some yards. <laughs> it took him 30 carries to do it. He got 114 yards, caught two for 37. So he had a solid game, no touchdowns, but that's better than you've been getting from Joe Mixon and really kind of unexpected against Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. And other than him, there wasn't a whole lot 
going on here. Tyler Boyd, you maybe expect a little out of him, but he had six receptions for 62 yards. So nothing big, nothing but, yeah, Mixon, 30 carries. I'm very surprised they used him that much, but good for him. He finally broke 100 yards, right. which is a long time coming. Browns get the win, 1916 over Buffalo. That was a wild one. Right? It was a good, good game there at the end. Baker, you know, not bad. 238 yards, two touchdowns. It's sad that, though, this is what we see a line of Baker Mayfield. Like, oh, okay, he's okay, which we <laughs> should have been this all year. Nick Chubb gets himself 116 on the ground, 20 carries. And uh, Kareem Hunt did get four carries for 30 yards. He had seven receptions for 44 yards. So um, this is <laughs> – oh, God, this is where the the – the idiocy of PPR um, comes into play because Kareem Hunt actually outscored Chubb in PPR. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? I know. It was bad. At least play half point. Don't play full. Come on, guys. Seven for 44. Though it was nice to see Hunt got involved if, you, if you've been keeping him on your team. But it's not going to be easy to use him. He's, Chubb's obviously going to get the majority of the carries. If Chubb were to go down, though, Hunt's going to be really valuable. He, no, he looked fun. He looked good. He looked like Kareem Hunt. He did, but guess who else looked good? Nick Chubb. Exactly. And he's been looking good all year. I mean, 20 carries, 116 yards. This offense could be so dynamic. I mean, I'm glad they got the win today. Uh, you know, maybe it will help get them going. But um, once again, it just feels like a lot of the talent is, is just kind of squandered. Odell, yeah, um, yeah. five for 57. I mean, not not a whole lot there. So, It'll be interesting seeing what they do moving forward. Yeah, good game from Jarvis, 9 for 97 and a touchdown. So he was solid. Yeah, but Odell, just the struggles continue. I don't know what I don't know what exactly that is. So, um, oh, hopefully, hopefully it gets better. I keep thinking it's going to. I mean, he's going to probably have at least one more big game, but that might be it. He's not a consistent week-to-week guy anymore. So he's, he's starting to fall in my rankings, like around the 20th range now. It's crazy that's where it's become. Probably should be lower, actually, the way he's been playing. Yep. Well, and yeah, just, I was going to say, jumping over to yeah. the Bills, I have to say, you're, I feel like you're a boy because you always talk about, about his rushing ability. But Allen, yeah. Josh there Allen, he goes. oh my gosh, the quarterback doesn't throw a TD in this game and he ends up being nearly a top five play for quarterback because he scores 25 points because he rushes two of them in. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. He never makes it look pretty, that's for sure. But he is a viable candidate for fantasy every week. Yeah. <laughs> He is. He really is. He, he doesn't. It's not pretty, but he he somehow gets it done fantasy wise. I mean, the twenty two of forty one uh, line there throwing the ball isn't great, but because the way this game went, it just it wasn't. The running backs couldn't get going because Singletary only got himself eight carries. He got forty two yards off of it, five point three yards per carry. It's not like he played poorly. It just didn't get many opportunities. Caught three for eight. John Brown with a pretty typical John Brown line, I would say five for seventy seven. That's that's about what John Brown does. I mean, actually, if you look at it, last week was four for seventy six, so he's at a five for seventy five. Yeah, this is, that's John Brown for you. Cole Beasley four for seventy four didn't get the touchdown this week, but yeah, that's about all there is there. It's uh, you gotta man. I wish Singletary would just get twenty carries every week, but it's it's not gonna happen. I know, and especially the I think the strange part about this game because it was so close the entire way. I'm surprised he didn't get more carries. Yeah, right. I mean, they he, he was looking down. good with when he got it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they were working. Yeah, obviously they scored to take the lead, and then the Browns took it right back. But there was plenty of time where you think you could milk, not milk the clock, but try to carve out that run game when obviously the passing game wasn't 
you know, always working. <laughs> but the, hey, yeah. that's what it's going to be with the, the Bills. They're kind of all over the place. That's why they're so dangerous at times. Next up, Titans, Chiefs. Titans beat the Chiefs. They're 35-32. Chiefs are only 6-4. and four. That's not, I mean, they haven't been playing as well. Still, Mahomes did some stuff. You know, got some good fancy points, but for the Titans. <laughs> did, did some stuff. Did I some like stuff. that. Threw, threw the ball 50 times. 446 almost goes yards. for 150 and three touchdowns. He did some stuff. He did. He's good. He's a good player. <laughs> I like that. Even though they lost, he's still good. I mean, Damian Williams got pretty much all of the work, 19 to 77, because McCoy was a surprise inactive today. Not oh. injured. No injury there. Just inactive. So that's um interesting, I mean, to say the least. If that continues, though, Damian Williams starts to become a play now again. Kind of what we anticipated from him at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And once again, with Mahomes in the lineup, uh, you can go back to, I mean, bye weeks are going to start fading away, obviously. But, uh, I mean, every person is a target now. I mean, Tyreek Hill, obviously, he's always the big one. 19 targets. He caught 11 of them, 157 and a touchdown. Huge game for Tyreek. Kelsey does his what we usually expect out of Kelsey, which is 7 for 75 and a touchdown. And then this is what I love. Uh, Hardman, if you did play him, one big catch, four touchdowns, 63 yards, makes him viable. And even Robinson, four for 56. I mean, Watkins, five for 39. Any of those guys could catch a touchdown in a Mahomes game. So it turns into a lot of fun with fantasy predicting which one of these five guys is going to get in the end zone. Um, that is a lot of fun, especially when their defense can't stop a Tennessee team that is, you know, uh, middle of the pack to be nice. Then uh, how about the winning team, actually? Titans win this thing. Yeah. Um, Tannehill, two touchdowns. Didn't have to do a lot throwing the ball, but Derrick Henry, 188 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. I think a lot of it came off, you know, like, what, two big runs? One yeah. was a 68-yarder. I think he had another, like, 40-yarder. But, I mean, that's what he does. When he gets going, he's hard to stop. And, you know, he's he's been better than I thought he was going to be this year. But this is his first game where he actually went big numbers-wise. He hadn't really done this. And, um, I mean, like, yardage-wise, he only had one other 100-yard game on the year. But this one, he get the – then again, it's playing against Kansas City, who has been one of the worst run defenses in the league, which – Yeah, that's very, very true. But I, I do have to give it up to Derrick Henry. I'm, I'm always very skeptical because of how he, he's just been so up and down. But uh, he's been very, very consistent this year. He's only really had two games below, you know, double digits. Um, they're about to hit their buy, so he might, you know, drop off, say, the top 10 for fantasy running backs. But he has been extremely good. Um, and I, I love seeing this because you're you're kind of waiting for the the big explosive plays. You're hoping that they would give him enough carries because that's what he needs to to be a good running back. He needs that volume, as you know, as far as I've seen. Anytime you give him 18 carries or so, uh, he will find a way because he just you know he just powers it down their throat. He just wears yeah. them out. So a lot of fun, and I I mean I'm very very skeptical of obviously Mariota. Um, and I feel like I'm just kind of beating a dead horse here, but Tennessee does look better with Tannehill behind. He can't, you know, he's not, I, I wouldn't say a giant upgrade. He's not going to be some, you know, MVP type guy, but he allows their offense to do multiple things. Um, so it, it's kind of fun to see. I'm not a huge Tennessee fan, but I mean, they're 500 now. So who knows? Maybe Tannehill has found a new home. And then, yeah, not much from the receiving game though. There's really, um, no, Nothing I mean, you talk about. Yeah, he threw two touchdowns, but no one had big yardage. How about the next game? Falcons, Saints. Big surprise here. So you get the one and seven Falcons playing the seven and one Saints, and Falcons win 26 9. Um, 
Yeah, this is the biggest surprise of the day. And it's not even like Matt Ryan wasn't great. You know, 182 yards, two touchdowns, a pick, nothing there. Freeman got hurt. He only had 10 carries for 38 yards. His his uh, replacement, Brian Hill, 20 carries, but only 61 yards. I mean, Julio, only three catches. We got 79 yards out of it. Ridley, only three for 28. You look at these numbers and you're like, man, how did how did that team win? But they did somehow. Their defense stepped up. I mean, Hooper got himself a touchdown, made his day decent because it was only four for 17. But offensively, nothing here. But they win. Um, yeah. Saints side of things, I guess it's really like Breeze 287, but no touchdowns. No touchdowns on the day for the team. Only four carries for Alvin Kamara. Four carries. Yeah. And well, and only four for Latavius Murray. They didn't, I mean, they really just didn't try to run the ball all that much. The only person on the Saints offense that got it going was Michael Thomas, who we expect to, but catching 13 out of 14 of his targets, 152 yards. They just, I, I mean, yeah, it, it was. It was a very odd game. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't read too much into it. I'm thinking, just forget that one. Don't worry about yeah. it. If you have I mean, players, you'll be fine. Are you um, are you expecting a complete bounce back as far as Cam- you know yeah. Kamara goes, or what are you thinking with the the Murray Kamara thing? I think I think Kamara is going to be fine. I'm not worried. I'm honestly not. Maybe I should be, but I think he's going to be perfectly fine. It might just take a game or two to get this thing back in you know rhythm, figure it out again. But nah, they'll be fine. Don't worry about no. it. There's just a weird I mean- game. And once again, if you play in PPR, Kamara will be fine because he caught eight balls for exactly. 50 yards. So <laughs> Yeah, he saved you. How about Jets beat the Giants 34-27? Darnold threw a touchdown, ran a touchdown. Bell only 18-34, but he got himself a touchdown, caught four for 34. Crowder, five for 81, a touchdown. Debarius Thomas showed up with six for 84. Nothing special here, really, either. Um, Dude, I... Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot. I have to, I mean, we're going to jump over to the Giants, but what in the world is going on with the two star running backs I know. today? Ugh. I mean, really, really poor. Barkley. Oof. Um, I know. Well, even even Bell, he got yeah. a touchdown, but he was only averaging 1.9 you know, yards a carry. I mean, he got the ball 18 times, and then you thought that was bad, and then you go over to Barkley. He got 13 carries and got one yard. Yeah, and five catches for 30. He... Um, it's getting looked at after the game. Don't really know the extent of that injury, but you just wonder, I don't know. That's just bad. But Daniel Jones was great for fantasy. Yeah. He, Four he touchdowns. Was. And Darius, Darius Slate, 10 for 121 and two touchdowns. Golden Tate, four for 95 and two touchdowns. So yeah, I, I, I thought Tate was a, a good play, but I, I kind of thought Slayton was a flash in the pan, but the, this is a giant game for him. I mean, do you think we've seen this where they just are ill prepared for one player? Do you think that now that they've seen other teams have seen what Slayton can do a couple games in a row, especially with this, do you think that they key on him a little more? Or do you think that this is someone that you should go out and get if he's not already taken? I don't necessarily think it'll continue. He showed signs that he could be a good player before this, but his biggest game was four for 62. A couple weeks ago, what, he had two for 52 touchdowns, but it was mm-hmm. only two catches. But I think this upcoming, he, pl- he goes on the bye this week, and then they play at Chicago. They play Green Bay. They play at Philly. I don't think that's a good stretch for him. So I think his usefulness for you in fantasy might be done. Uh, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust it. Not with, not with the Giants. They played against the Jets today. You know, that's, yeah, I, that's I don't trust true. it against good teams. That's hard to, hard to trust. I mean, he's a good player, but he's not that. He's not yeah. what he just did. And speaking of hard to trust, if we jump oh, over geez. to the next game, <laughs> can we talk about Jameis Winston and Tampa Bay getting the win over Arizona 30-27? to I mean, 
It's a pretty typical Jameis line, I guess. 358 yards passing. Gets a touchdown, but two picks. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's just Jameis. I don't know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, fantasy-wise, it was a fine game. What, 20.3 points? So it was fine. It wasn't, it wasn't, he didn't kill you. He didn't win your week, but he's he fine. You know, he's just fine. That running game, though, is just Ronald Jones is the starter, right? And I mean, is he? <laughs> it just split completely. Both had 11 carries. Barber with 14 more yards, able to get a touchdown. It's hard to I, use. Yeah, I love how they both got a touchdown. It, it's hilarious. Well, I don't know what to do with that running game. I'm, I mean, R- Ronald Jones was available in a lot of leagues. Are you still. You know, holding on to him, yeah, kind of. Yeah, he still had the eight for seventy-seven receiving. He was still, you know, a lot more involved than Barber. If you go in that respect, I think he is. He is the the number one guy there. Just how it played out, um, I don't necessarily think he's that good. But any kind of volume is going to make him um, interesting. I would say. Yeah, and then, once again, I was going to say Evans and Godwin yeah. both throwing up kind of similar numbers. Evans with eighty-two yards, four catches. Godwin seventy-four yards with six. They did try to target Godwin 12 times, and he only came down with six of them. Don't know you know, what that is about, really, but um, it's good that they're trying to get him more involved, but just kind of a, a mediocre game for both of them. Obviously, once you get to that point, that's decent yardage, but you know, you always want him to get in the end zone as well for when they put up 30 points. And then um, yeah, it was good to see Howard get a touchdown in his return from injury, but not a big game, but touchdown's nice. Then um, Cardinal side, I mean, Kyler Murray. Three touchdowns, 324 yards in the loss, but it was a good good fantasy day yeah. for him. You know, 38 yeah. yards on the ground. And I think really what you meant is it was a good game for Christian Kirk. Yeah, Christian Kirk. <laughs> because all three touchdowns went to him. Six for 138 and three touchdowns. That's why you, That's why he was on our players to love list, right? Yeah. Um, well, it hasn't been consistent, but. I was going to say, it's about time that he, <laughs> he put up a game like this because he was making us look bad right? there for a moment. It was good to see that, but that's about. Yeah, I mean, Fitzgerald did an A for 71. PPR, it's a pretty solid game for you. Um, yeah, true. David Johnson. Um, yeah, he wasn't good. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, he looks slow. And I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Drake got more carries than him. You thought maybe they would use, you know, Johnson in the passing game a little more, but he was only targeted one time. I, I mean, mean, Drake was targeted seven. Like, I mean, what do you, what do you, at this point, what are you thinking? Are you thinking it's more of a, in, like he's just out of it, kind of uh, banged up, kind of deal. Or do you think Drake has just passed him? No, I, I don't think that. I think more of it's 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 still a mixture of he's coming back from injury. I mean, and Tampa's run defense has been pretty good. Look what they did to McCaffrey twice this year. I mean, they shut down McCaffrey twice. So I'll I'll hold off judgment yet. You know, wait and see. I just didn't like the way he looked though. Yeah. He, he's not David Johnson that we remember. No, you know, yeah, he definitely is sixteen, whatever that was. He's not that David Johnson. Yeah, I th- that that'll be the question though. Is I think the the reaction, especially coming into the the down the stretch, going towards the fantasy playoffs, people are going to wonder what to do with him. Um, especially some of the trade deadlines are, are you know probably ending very very shortly. So um, yeah, that'll be the question between Johnson and Drake. And you're saying that you can hold on to Johnson. Or are you thinking that yeah uh, that it's best to pull the trigger if possible? Well, I mean, I don't think you're going to get anything if you try to trade him. Um, I actually had that question today on Instagram um, after the games. Somebody asked, what do you do with him? What do you do with Johnson? Do you drop him? Like, you can't drop him. He's no. he's too good to drop, but he's also too risky to put in your lineup, but he doesn't have enough value to trade probably. It's just a bad spot. 
It really is because, I mean, it depends on the size of your league. If you're in like a 12-team league, you can't drop David Johnson. If you're in an 8-team league, maybe you can, I guess. It, that That's part of it, but it's hard to drop him because I think this could be injury yet. Just wait and see. Just hold, put him on your and, bench. Just wait. And the, the worst part about it, too, is like, I mean, maybe he's, you know, you're kind of hoping he gets healthy by the playoffs. But, I mean, their schedule going into week 14, which I'm just assuming is the start of everyone's playoffs. But they're at San Francisco. Then they have a bye. And then they're uh, playing the Rams. So the schedule is brutal, you know, going up into the playoffs where they do have Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and then at Seattle, which he gets a little bit better. But Pittsburgh, I mean, even though they're a bad team, even their defense has been surprisingly good. Cleveland is maybe they're on the upshot. So I, it's a it's a rough one if you're if you're counting on Johnson. Well, Pittsburgh was a bad team, but they've been better <laughs> they now. They're above 500, I think. But. Yeah. Well, yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say that. Their defense has been has yeah. been very good, actually, in fantasy. Um, their offense has just struggled. How about the next game? Dolphins, Colts. This was ugly. Uh, Dolphins win two in a row, though. Nothing from Fitzpatrick. 169 yards, no touchdowns, a pick. He did run one in, though, if you somehow, for some reason, played Ryan Fitzpatrick. I hope you didn't, but he got the rushing touchdown. So, Ballage gets, uh, whatever his name is, he gets um, a lot of volume. A lot of volume. 20 carries, 4 catches. His 4 catches went for 2 yards. So, it wasn't even just his yards per carry was terrible of 20 carries for 43 yards. His receiving was terrible. 4 catches for 2 yards. Oh, that's ugly, but there's not that many. There's not another a lot of players out there with any kind of volume like that. But man, you have to be in a desperate situation to play him. Yeah, and and I was this week. <laughs> that was awesome. But yeah, I mean, how many times is Miami going to be up? <clears throat> they finally got the opportunity to run it quite a bit, and he still didn't do a whole lot with it. So I'm obviously not looking his way. <clears throat> and then on the other side, Brian Hoyer has the chance to start and. You know, uh, 200 yards and a touchdown, but through three interceptions, obviously hurt them. Uh, Marlon Mack, 19 carries for 74 yards. He kind of does what what Mack did. Yeah. He looked fine in, in, you know, what they gave him. Um, that's not much else, though. Yeah, I mean, that's really it's it. for the Colts. <laughs> yeah. um, they'll be better with Brissett, hopefully. How about Packers beating Carolina 24-16? Rodgers, no touchdowns today. Didn't need to, I guess. 233 yards. They get the win, though. And it's Aaron Jones. Only 13 carries. Same as Jamal Williams, but he gets 93 yards and three touchdowns. Jones likes to pile up touchdowns in a few games here this season. And I'm, I'm good with it. But he he's a little up and down for me right now. You know, I'm not. It's a little scary that way. But, hey, Jamal Williams is just as involved. He, he really is. Both with the 13. I mean. What did Williams Williams didn't get any catches? Jones didn't get any catches, man. There are I, I hate that part of it. I really wish uh, Jones could just get that backfield, but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Yeah, they like using them both. And right now, I mean, I can't really argue too much with them being eight and two. So it's, it's yeah, definitely working it's out working. for him. Good game from Devontae Adams, though, seven for one eighteen. That was solid. But that's it. There wasn't. I mean, it's just a solid win. But they just didn't have to throw up big numbers from Rodgers or anything. I think Rod, it's Rodgers has changed a little bit in that. He doesn't need to throw up big numbers anymore. I think he only cares about the winning now, which is, I mean, I guess good if you're a Packers yeah. fan. But yeah. if you rely on Aaron <laughs> Rodgers for fantasy, it kind of sucks. Uh, Panthers, you know, another solid game for Christian McCaffrey. This was even, he would even look at this as like one of his, eh, not that great, but it's still. You know, a down game for him, yeah. 141 total yards <laughs> and a touchdown. <laughs> His down game is uh, better than most everyone else. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> DJ Moore, another another really solid game here. Nine for 120. Last week was seven for 101. The problem with DJ Moore is he doesn't catch touchdowns. He's only had one all year. So he's had a lot of like decent yardage games. 76, 89, 91, 73, 101, 120. But he's not pairing them with touchdowns, which is, you know, his numbers never jump up there. He never gets considered as one of the better players because you kind of need touchdowns to do that. They always seem to go to Curtis Samuel. Right, I know. It blows my mind. He doesn't get near the the usually the volume or the yardage, but he has a knack for getting in the end zone. Yep, and that's a you know, solid game for Samuel because of the touchdown. Not much else other than that. Olsen, solid solid performance for him, but um yeah, just the team is okay. Kyle Kyle Allen's okay, but he's he's not like he's not gonna put up big fantasy numbers for the team. You know, except for McCaffrey, I guess. Which um yeah, he's going to be really good. How about the final? Well, the second lap. We got Vikings Cowboys yet. But the other game here, Steelers beat the Rams. Which now. It was a strange day in the NFL. Steelers are 5 and 4 now. Same record as the Rams. But again, there isn't anything here fantasy wise to talk about for Pittsburgh. Only a touchdown for Rudolph, 242. You're not using Mason Rudolph. Jalen Samuels, you know, he had the big reception day last week, but it's only three this week, only 40 total yards. Really nothing there. James Washington gets a 90 yards, gets himself a touchdown. So that's solid. But Juju Smith-Schuster's still nothing going with him. Yeah, he's, you know, he's obviously very, very, um, yeah, he's missing Big Ben quite a bit. And uh, Mason Rudolph, it was nice to see him and James Washington. Obviously, they played together in college get that connection today you're hoping or at least you know i was hoping that maybe there'd be something that you could get out of this pittsburgh offense because right now it's all over the board i mean there's no one doing a whole lot but really their defense is the one i mean obviously if you played them today if you're in a uh, you know a league that plays defenses um they put up quite a few points 25 in in hours um They've been playing spectacular, really. And they're kind of flying under the radar because you're just assuming that Pittsburgh isn't a really great team. But the offense, as long as they keep doing this, they can do just enough. Um, unfortunately for that, there's not, there's still not a whole lot of people out play because you're just not uh, not going to see a whole lot of fancy production, at least the, the levels that you need to in order to start someone. Then uh, the Rams side of things, Jared Goff's just no good. He really isn't. You got that big contract and he's just not been good this year. Yeah, well, I know. I, I don't want to. He definitely wasn't good today. I'll give you that. And he has been a letdown this year compared to what he was even last year. I mean, he was a top 10 guy. I'm not I'm not sure the the huge difference because he has a ton of talent around him. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just not good, I would say. Yeah. Um, Robert Woods at 7 for 95. But the biggest thing here is Cooper Cup. What was that? I once again I, I truly do not know. It, he has a ton of talent around him. Cooper Cup goes from one extreme to the other. He got targeted four times, which is obviously you always want more, but uh, he and he didn't catch anything. It's like they completely went away from him. Uh, and it, it's strange too because no one else. I mean, Robert Woods had a good game, right? Seven receptions, ninety-five yards, and you know Gerald Everett. He was pretty good too. Eight for sixty-eight. But everyone else completely off the map. So it's kind of like they they let one guy kind of run all around the field. 
I'm just, I don't know. I was confused by how this went down this entire game. Even Gurley. Gurley looked really good, but they only gave him 12 carries. That's been the been the year for Gurley. It, he just doesn't get enough carries to get going, and he doesn't get the receptions. It's weird. This offense is just this is not as good. And it's like teams have figured them out, basically, yeah. is what it feels like at this point. I, for a long time, I was almost starting to feel like they knew that they didn't have to be perfect. Like last year, it felt like they were just – like they spent, they just ran out of gas when they hit the playoffs. And it was kind of like, okay, people are banged up. We're not sure what's what's happening. I almost felt like they were like, okay, we're going to win um, enough games to get into the playoffs. We're not going to show all of our tricks. We're not going to make sure Gurley gets banged up. We're going to try to keep Cup healthy. And all of a sudden, they just can't get it going when they need to. It, it's kind of what it feels like to me. But maybe I'm giving them too much credit as well. Maybe it is just the fact that Goff isn't the quarterback that he was last year. Maybe that was just a fluke because the offense was just new and people didn't hadn't seen it really yet. Honestly, I thought that too. I thought it was more of a just going to not use Gurley as much, save him for the end of the season. It just didn't. It's not what's happening. They're just not that good yet. They got to figure yeah. it out. I was going to say, they better start using him a lot more because they're going to miss the playoffs entirely. And then I guess final game, I haven't seen much of the second half here because we've been doing the podcast, but Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings, are up 28-24. They're getting the ball back right now after Cowboys uh, threw an incomplete pass on fourth down, but they do have three timeouts, so they can't stop the clock yet. But, I mean, the only thing takeaway from this game is uh, Dalvin Cook is really good. That's pretty much my takeaway right now. I haven't seen much. I don't like comment too much on it. Dalvin Cook's good. Dak Prescott's pretty good. Mari Cooper's good. How about that? <laughs> yeah. that's, about what I, that's about all I got from this one. Um, yeah, Mari Cooper putting up some big numbers, 11 for 147 and a touchdown. Uh, Dak is a much better quarterback with Amari Cooper out there. And different from last year before they got him, that's for sure. But not much from Zeke tonight. So that's uh, disappointing to Zeke. Over 20 carries, 47 yards. It's like a uh, Kalen Palich, whatever, a line right there. But that's about all I got from that one. Not seeing much of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... Uh, very interesting, though, on the Dallas side of it. What do you think about their other? Obviously, Amari Cooper. But what about, you know, Randall Cobb and Michael Gallup, which are Gallup I've always I've been high on anyway when he's been healthy. But Randall Cobb, he's been flashing. And if this offense goes like this, we saw today, I mean, six for 106 in the touchdown. He, he's definitely going to be used. He's he's third in that pecking order, but still yeah, very, very good. Eight targets in the la- each of the last two games. Pretty solid there. Um I still don't want to use him, but he's he's becoming more involved. Maybe well, maybe that maybe that keeps going. That's at Detroit next week. They, he probably can be used pretty well, but we'll see how that continues. I'm not going to play him yet because Gallup is still ahead of him. But it's hey, he's he's usable if you are in a deeper league and you have bye weeks that kind of thing. I wouldn't feel great playing him, but you might get something out of it the way the Cowboys have been playing. So. But that's about all I got for this one. You know, another interesting day in the NFL, but that will be it. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk some waiver wire ads for week 11 as we're almost down to the playoffs. Only three more regular season weeks before hit the fantasy playoffs in week 14. But all right. Talk to you guys next time.